0: Whoa, whoa, we are back for the 16th episode of Home Mad Advantage Wrestling Podcast. I am Sam Herring, joined by Jude Swisher, and on this special occasion, we're joined once again by Johnny DeJulius. Our last episode was great. It went over an hour, and it was super fun. It was super entertaining, and I'm excited for another one.
1: Let's do hey, it. Johnny, how's it going, man? Listen, hey, I've been oh, wanting, wanting to do this for so long. Uh, it, it was Mother's Day the, I, when I you know. guys did the episode together, and so I was I was unavailable.
2: I but, know um, we missed the last one.
1: I've been looking forward to this for so long. After listening to that, it was it was awesome.
2: Well, um, let's chop quick. it up. What's what's going on?
1: Oh man! All right, first before we get started, let me let me uh, let me plug the the, the Instagram. So, uh, Twitter, we got uh, email, we got Instagram. Our Twitter is at hma underscore pod. Our Instagram is at hma underscore podcast, and our email is hmatadvantage at gmail.com. dot
2: um, Also, you guys, go you check out Instagram our Instagram is new.
1: Yeah, it's new. It's like I don't know. We I, have like eighty followers. It. Yeah, I'm, I'm,
2: go I'm check on, it out. I'm we on post... it right now. Awesome. Nice. This is awesome,
1: dude. And then, um. We post pictures from like Rutgers and different questions and whatever. Uh, What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, and guys, go check out uh, our new website. We post articles. Sam just did one on the Azar Dogu, which is uh, it's super cool. So if you guys go read that, much appreciated. All right, all right. Johnny, what's been going on, man? What have you been up to?
2: Not, not that much. You know, just uh, just I've actually been so the whole month of June, I did uh, 30 days straight of clinics. So I just got off a crazy 30-day clinic road trip, kind of starting up my July road trip for two weeks tomorrow. So I got one for the next 14 days starting tomorrow.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Wow, how many clinics is that? Just one each day? Or are you stick around uh, no, in the same so, town for a couple yeah.
2: days? So sometimes I stick around. Sometimes I stick around. And Sometimes it's one and done and leave. Um, The one I have... I've won in Michigan for like four days. That's the longest I've go- ever gone. Oh, it's wow. four days, which is pretty Yeah, but uh, most of the time it's one and done. You know, one. And then it'll actually be me, me and Dylan Palacio again doing a bunch. Oh,
1: boy. So, oh, boy. Nice. Yeah, That'll boy, be fun. Dylan I got to
2: get him Palacio. back for last left on the back side of Memphis, the road kid. last year. Mm-hmm. Dylan yeah. hasn't been
0: in Memphis
2: in a long time. I might have to bring him back down to Memphis. Or, or, or to Young Guns or M2. Yeah. <laughs> or just
1: dude, young
2: guns, yeah. dude. Maybe Wait, we
1: should get Dylan on the show,
2: dude. Jude, you're uh, you're in high, high school, right?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be a sophomore.
2: Did you go to Fargo?
1: I did not go to Fargo this year. Uh, yeah, really wasn't in the best interest of our family to go. I feel you. Um, I feel you. No, it's all right. all right. Did you get how much did you guys watch any? I really. Uh, Funny, I didn't I really watch pay a lot of attention that, to
2: it. That one kid, the Cuban guy. Yeah, there's some there's, there's yeah, some um, pretty good studs yeah, out there. Who
1: from Arizona?
2: Yeah, that kid's yeah, good. Yeah.
1: Um so yeah, so I mean I didn't watch a whole lot of Fargo. I don't think it like it's cool to see the like these young guys succeeding at like the highest freestyle level in America. Um, but it doesn't really it doesn't do me a whole lot of good to to like, get caught up in the results and whatever. So you know, oh, I'll watch what's the highlights. Crazy is like looking
2: this, looking back. Like uh, I'm gonna be that guy that says, like, back in my day, right? But like, back <laughs> in my day, we 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 didn't we didn't have all the things you guys have. Like a lot of kids are coming out of high school like celebrities, like wrestling celebrities, like a Dayton Fix or um, who are some other big names? Yeah, Sorry, yeah. you was know, g- exactly Gable and, and all this stuff, like. I didn't even know what cadet uh, cadet worlds was until I was like a senior in college. Like we didn't have that. And now Robert Howard, Julian tag, Jordan Decatur, like all these big names are like coming out of high school with world, you know, world, uh, world-class, uh, results by their freshman year of college. It's unbelievable. And I really think that has a big effect on why we're doing so good in our acting right now. Like why we just had, you know, so many champs at Dogu and, and all this stuff. Like, the fact that Yanni was able to compete against world level guys as a cadet is huge. Yeah, it's so right. You know what I mean? We went like 2000, you know, one to 2011 or 12. We had like hardly any, hardly any medals.
0: Yeah, we, had, we I, had. Obviously, we had, we had a couple of chances JB, JB and Varner was Varner
2: 11. Varner. I know Sadik won, but we have just. Taking a huge upswing, and it's because there's wrestling more often. I feel like freestyle wrestling right. more often than there has ever been in, in our entire lives. I feel like for for, for, sure. for, for, for young guys. Well,
0: what do
1: you? Yeah. What do you have you guys do been you doing think, any freestyle uh, this summer? Oh yeah. yeah I've been doing. A, I did a bunch. I did a bunch earlier, um, but now like ahead. Ahead. Fargo's wrapping up. I I did. Um, but you know, now that Fargo's wrapping up, M really switching back into the folk style grind. So I'm transitioning sure. out of freestyle, but I really enjoyed it.
2: Well, congrats um, on states, bro. That's awesome.
1: That's yeah, alright. <laughs> uh, what about you, Sam? What did you, how? What were your freestyle accomplishments this past year?
0: Well, I've done I've done a lot of freestyle tournaments this year. Well, I've done three events this year, so it wasn't a whole lot. That's but um, <laughs> I won Tennessee states, which isn't a huge deal, and then. Um, you can
2: do what you can um, with what's in front of you, bro. That's all you yeah. can do that's, I that's good
0: third at, oh. i took third at uh greco nationals um i don't know how i'm not a greco oh no,
1: have... and uh, <laughs> Do you hate and got, greco
0: and i got what? what's um, your go-to eight... throw sam i don't even know i just kind of just
1: hand fight until a guy falls over <laughs> 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 something nice. like that jo- um, johnny awesome. did you ever go to did you go to fargo as a
2: kid, I, I did. I did. Yeah, I didn't do too well. I wasn't, uh, I didn't really peak too much. It was weird. I, I went undefeated at junior duels. I did actually beat some really good guys. I beat like Zane Richards. I don't know if you guys know Zane. He was a two time All American oh, yeah. from Illinois. Oh. Uh, Eddie yeah, Kilmara, yeah. who was pretty, he was an State guy. I beat some really good guys. Oh. Went yeah, to Fargo. Just, I lost to uh, his I nail. lost to. This... Right. He was uh, Mike Gray's brother, actually, who coaches Yanni mm-hmm. up at the Cornell. Oh. He was a, a Done in high school. really, really good. Lost to him and then I lost to, oh, I lost to Eddie Kamara after that.: wow. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know I, uh, I used to, you know, I, I had a really bad outlook. I, I was young, my, my mindset was pretty immature. I used to think like, oh, it's just freestyle. it doesn't matter. and I would not take it as seriously, but wrestling is wrestling. Anybody that thinks like that is, is, is getting an excuse for, for, for them to come up short, you know. Like, right. freestyle wrestling is more important than mm-hmm. folk style. Even though one of them gets you a degree, the other one doesn't, it's more important for the sake of our actual sport, you know? Right.
1: Right. Jeez. Why, oh, why, so, did you ever why, do any Greco? You? Oh, sorry. Guess, Sam, I never did answer Greco. Sam's Greco. I like... Go ahead. That's all right.
2: I like, I like Greco. I just never did any. Yeah. <laughs> did you say, Sam? All right.
0: Uh, well I was just gonna ask like what are some reasons you, you value uh, freestyle so much higher than folk is it just like the world is how we win a world title rather than a a
2: title in just USA or, uh, or whatever. So that's 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 part of it. Like let's say let's say uh, let's say the world had a choice to either go all folk style or all freestyle. I would still choose mm-hmm. freestyle, even though okay. we might have the advantage obviously. Only because I think of wrestling from a fan's perspective and from a fan's perspective, folk style is fun for me and you and Jude to watch because right. Right. However, from Mm -hmm. Joe, from Joe, you know, from Joe Schmo's perspective in the middle of Kansas, who has never seen wrestling before you can cling on and win a folk style match. And sometimes the better guy doesn't win because he got ridden out or, you know, just, just stalling and certain things happen. However, in freestyle, there's times obviously the better guy also doesn't win, trap arm guts, and and, and stuff happens. However, it, it forces action. You know, there's a step right. out rule, there's, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. passivity, there's there's cautions.
1: Shot clock. You
2: have to attack. And criteria. Think, yeah, there's shot clock. I think it's a very exactly. There's a very unique way where it forces action to happen, it forces wrestling to happen, and it also forces people to be creative. If I am up eight to five, eight to four. In folk style, I feel really safe. The guy has to mm-hmm. do a lot to get back in the match. If I'm up eight in style, I am still on high alert because it could change in the blink of an eye. And that is well, a very unique sport. Piano. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's, it, name another sport hey, where no, someone I, can go from no. mercy. Yeah, like I'm going to mercy rule you or like tech fall mercy rule. Or right. I could still lose. I could still lose though in twenty seconds. That doesn't happen. There's no other sport like that. There's no other sport where you could either literally end the match with one more point, or in 15 seconds, it could be tied or I could be losing. It is just right. the only other I can think of one sport that has a kill shot. One sport besides the combat sports that has a kill shot, and that is it's not even a sport, it's pool. Okay, I knock the eight ball in. That's the no. only way you can lose, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So
2: fair. It's it's a unique sport. I really like I really like freestyle in that aspect. Uh, and then lastly, what what I think it really does well is, is if I shoot in on somebody, legs and folk style, I can be a little bit more patient, a little bit more sloppy, and a little bit more uh you know less technique and kind of grind the finish. Whereas in right. freestyle, if I rest yeah. on my knees and try and grind, yeah, you get rolled. So you have to have better technique. You have to be more explosive. You have to get your feet better. And I think it's a better fan-friendly sport. I really? want to see someone explode to their feet before I want to see someone clinging on for a stalemate or for a win. You know, and, oh, yeah. and uh, I don't know. I just, I value freestyle a lot. I think it is a, it is a very, I think it's, it's the direction you would say wrestling should go. And that does not mean I don't like folk style. That does not mean I don't like Greco. I love Greco. It's just, I think what's puts, what puts butts in seats is freestyle. I, I truly think that.
1: For sure.
0: Right. And, and you've got that even now nasty like leg with the- too, Johnny. Say again, buddy? I said, you've got that nasty leg lace. That helps out yeah, with
2: loving freestyle. I try. You know, I try. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably better at folk style, to be honest. So it's funny that I'm saying this. Like, like if it's for my personal success, I'd probably yeah. choose folk style. If it's for the success of USA Wrestling versus <laughs> the world, and if it's for the success of USA Wrestling on a commercial scale and a, as, as fan-friendly, uh, I would choose freestyle every time.
1: I'm the same way right, right. now. And I know, I know like personally, like I I love wrestling freestyle, but like it's fun to wrestle freestyle. And like you get taken yeah. down, you That's can fun. get back up and you can just get another takedown. You don't have to worry about getting escaped, don't have to worry about getting ridden out or anything like that. You just so so what if you get taken down? You're back up on your feet. You can go get one. It's it's super it's always always keeps moving. It's a grind, but it's it's fun
2: I it's like a, it a grind, lot. yeah, you have to be in good shape. you know what's you know what's interesting to think about too though um if I watched um if I'm a fan again, guy from middle of Kansas, just follows wrestling on a uh shallow level, let's say, knows who's some big names um who are two decent guys and folks out uh from the past few years, let's think I'm Jason Chamberlain. Yeah, those are those are really good guys. But let's say Jason right. Chamberlain. Let's say Jason Chamberlain okay. versus Jordan Chango. Oliver. Let's say Jordan Oliver versus Jason Chamberlain is happening in college, and there's a dual meet between Boise State and Oklahoma State. All of a sudden, a lot of people are gonna watch that duel. right? A lot of people. Right. But if mm-hmm. you see, if you notice, if you notice, those same people wrestle in, in freestyle they will not get the same amount of views from USA wrestling fans and it sucks. And it's because people are very loyal to their schools, very loyal no school, to the college sorry. to the college season. And I wish that same amount of ship would transfer in to the senior level wrestling. Because those guys are probably better than they were in college, but they're getting well, less eyes on them, which really sucks.
0: I definitely think with the, right, with the right, main, right. RTCs right now. Um it can become That's what more of like people man. cheer for NLWC if they're Penn State guys and Ohio RTC as Ohio State guys. So um, I think right. that is going to be something to really uh, take the eyes of other spectators and fans into more of a season. If USA Wrestling kind of takes advantage of the RTC uh, rivalries, Yeah, and if they can turn in dual meets and stuff like that, that would be huge. for you. I heard you know
2: yeah. you know what I heard.
1: So so guys, what 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 hold would you on, guys think on. of having? You go ahead. All right. What would you guys okay. think of having dual meets between RTCs? What would you think of that? So obviously we had the A W L, which I thought was pretty cool. But like more, I don't know, a more team type thing. Right. Well yeah. You know I, I really like it. I, I think
2: love that. I think it's really cool. You know what's funny? Just you know side note, John Smith wants to like end RTCs. He doesn't like them, really, which is
1: what? That's
2: just it. I've never that, that you know. That's a rumor I heard. That's a rumor I heard. That, that a few people have told me that, uh-huh. and I've always wondered why. I've wanted to ask him, you know, why he doesn't like RTCS. I'm sure he has a pretty logical reason. It's John Smith, oh, but yeah. you know, um, yeah. you know, I like what uh, Oklahoma, uh what Minnesota did a few years ago. What they did something pretty cool. They uh, in between, you know how some college duels after five matches will have an intermission.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. They had uh, Jason yes. Ness wrestle uh, an exhibition match for the, you know, versus another RTC guy against the other team they were wrestling, which was pretty cool. Oh,
0: that's cool.
2: Yeah. I like that. So yeah. if they can't fill a full RTC roster, maybe they can just do that, you know, just some stuff like that would be pretty cool. For sure. Some eyes but, you know, I think, I think the NJRTC, of all the RTCs out there right now, Iowa and New Jersey, the actual college fans from Rutgers and the college fans from Iowa, they know who is on there also their college's RTCs. Whereas Penn, sure. State has, Penn State has Penn State yeah. guys, but they're not like, you know, like New Jersey loves Downey and New Jersey loves Graf right now. Who are not from Jersey. Exactly.
0: Right. or not yeah. from
2: Jersey. It's pretty cool. And
0: hey, you trained at NJRTC for a little while.
2: Yeah, there was a lot of luck. Man, the Rack is a special place. Yes. You it guys is. went, right? It,
0: yes, we did. Yeah.
2: Turn we course. went like oh my two, God, it's two so
0: weeks cool. before their new wrestling room was built, so we didn't get to see we that.
2: Go back. Let's do it. Let's oh, go yeah. back and check it out. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Gee, JoJo showed me around the locker room and the wrestling room and where he was staying and everything. It was pretty cool.
2: He's going to be a stud, huh? I showed oh, up. Yeah. He told
0: me his, his schedule. Too, I showed up late,
1: so I didn't get to meet anybody.
2: Sorry. I'm oh, say man.
0: It.
1: Say it
2: again. That's say, it again.
0: Right. Uh, say it again. No, I was, I was saying, George Argonne showed me Rutgers' schedule next year.
2: Oh, I don't even know if I saw it. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it was nice. Dang.
2: Dang. All well, cool, right. Cool, all right. cool. Let me just,
1: um, you Let's
2: get so hot... a good D- Go ahead, Jude. What are you going to say?
1: Uh, nothing. I just want to, let's just keep it moving. Let's talk about, uh, Harvard, man. What's up with that? Uh,
2: Yeah. So, uh, I was in the middle of my clinic road trip, you know, maybe halfway through 15th, 16th. And I got a call from coach Jay Weiss, who's the head coach of Harvard. You know, he was actually the head coach when he was 21 or 22 years old. I think he's probably in his, he's probably in his late thirties.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. He's young
2: for a head coach, bro. It's right. You know, it's, it's crazy. And
0: he's coaching that, guys that are older than him.
2: Exactly. Dude, there's like, there was like a window for me where I was too young to be a, 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 telling kids what to do, but I was too old to be going out and hanging with them. I was like 24, 23. And I yeah. felt if I was actually on staff at Rutgers and not RTC, you know, it'd be all, it'd be, cause those are my, like my friends, it'd be a hard transition. So I like valued having that RTC time to grow. I couldn't imagine being a head coach at 22. It's, that's a big maturity level that you have to have. But uh, anyways, oh yeah. so he was head coach pretty early. He's been head coach there for, for 20 years or so, maybe a little less. And uh, he calls me and he tells me that talk actually, I'm sorry, Sheptok hit me up first. Jimmy Sheptok from Maryland. I almost got – I did get the job at Maryland last year. Oh, yeah. I got, I got offered the job. Uh, some other stuff happened where I wasn't able to end up accepting it. And uh, as you know, Clemson now coaches at Maryland. So right. he, ended up, he ended up hiring a new staff. Sheptok ended up leaving. Jimmy Sheptok, you know, for the listeners who don't know, is a national runner-up from uh, Maryland. Really good wrestler. Lost to Ed Ruth in the finals. So he mm-hmm. – yeah, he's a stud. So he uh, he's coaching at Harvard. He calls me because me and him are buddies. Because I almost took the job last year. Has Jay Weiss call me and offers me the job. It Took me you a know, you know a week or so to to decide what I wanted to do. And uh, I really like the Boston area. I think that Harvard has really you know cool people around it. And what I think I'm gonna you know really what I'm really interested to see is how they recruit out of the Ivy League. You know, just how does Cornell do right. it? How- you know, Lehigh's not. Really cool. Yeah, Lehigh's not Ivy League, but they're a really good school. And and how they how they can kind of you know find a kid that's that has the that does the right things off the mat, has the right grades, you know, and also is a little bit of a butt kicker. You know what I mean? You got to have all three, and uh, lives the right lifestyle. And and I'm interested in to see how the Ivy League does that. And I want Harvard to be like a Cornell. You know, where we're getting getting these good guys. Go ahead, Sam. What were you gonna say?
0: Gabe Dean uh was on the Team Pennsylvania coaching staff at Fargo. Right. And you know, he has no zero connection to Pennsylvania.
2: I didn't realize and
0: it. he was just there kind of like recruiting and he was trying to see how the kids act after losses and how they warm up and cool down and everything. Uh and he it's was coaching deal. Team Pennsylvania as a recruiter. Like he wouldn't even he didn't like he wasn't a part of their program all year and everything and He's a, he was a Fargo coach. I thought that was really interesting.
2: I think uh, I wonder. Wow. If, I wonder if Gabe is the volunteer assistant or if he's on if he's actually with the assistant.
0: He's he's on staff. I think like as a as a paid.
2: Yeah. Um, what about uh? Assistant. Is Dake the volunteer? Dake, Dake might
0: be the volunteer. Cause he's yeah. That makes
2: sense. Um. Right well, now. cool. Like, right. Yeah, He'll that would make sense. That that'd make more sense. Well, cool. That's that's you pretty. That's pretty interesting.
1: Hey. Here's a good segue. So uh, one of the questions we got this week. So while we're going to go, i am probably just throwing some questions here and there. Go ahead. Um, One of these questions asked by just an ordinary guy. He asked us, would you give us three recommended matches from either tournament that we should go back and watch when we get the chance? So, for example, like you have a really busy weekend. You kind of keep up with it, but you like finally get some time. You don't know where to start. Well, Sam and I, we picked out some good matches from Fargo. And uh, and the Azar Dogu. So um, here we go. Here we go. Junior finals 120 versus Uh, a Big upset. Super exciting. Uh, And then uh, at 182 quarters for the juniors at Fargo, um, Oka versus Plot. The score was like 14 to 14. Super exciting. Uh, And then the last match from the Dogu that Sam and I both agree on is, like, awesome. And, like, it's it's such a good match. It's Yanni versus um, Muzikayev in the semis, uh, where Yanni was down 9-0 and came back and won. It's crazy. Johnny, what do you think of that match, actually? Let's let's talk about this. How was you... Yanni able to come back I, 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 and I only this saw the crazy highlight... deficit?
2: I only saw the highlights. I didn't get a chance to actually watch the full match, but I heard it was unbelievable. Yeah. It was
1: great. Long story short, Yanni kept like, like this consistent pressure on him.
2: And Muzikayev
1: right. ended up scoring nine points late in the first.
2: Um, I heard, yeah, he got he had like a
1: four point and throw,
0: then didn't he? He got a couple. Yes. It was it was kind of cheap. Like he got in on a shot and Yanni did his where he goes uh body cradle. And he, but the other guy stood up and Yanni kinda rolled him over. Yeah, and it And Yanni flipped, exposed him and it they gave the through. other guy four.
2: Guys, you are never. You are never – crazy, right? You are never safe. It is the right. coolest sport. Hey, just kind of piggybacking off what you said, Jude. Um, you said mm-hmm. top three matches that you, you, you saw this weekend, right? Is that what you were going off of?
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Just, uh, just throwing this out there. If anybody's ever bored, okay? If anybody's ever bored, you don't really know what to do, and you just want to watch some good wrestling. You want to watch good wrestling that's not – you know, centuries old where, you know, they have horrible technique. I got some good matches that if someone, you know, I get a lot of jujitsu questions, like a lot of jujitsu guys will be like, hey, man, what's a good match I can watch? If you guys want to ever watch four or five unbelievable matches, here's what I want you to go and watch. You're bored. It's a Monday night. You can't sleep. Type in number one, Daniel Caldwell versus Metcalf. Most people have seen that. Okay, that's number one. No, oh, number two, so right? It's number two, you guys got to type in Montel Marion versus Alton. I forget which Alton it was, but it was at the uh, Penn State, Penn State Iowa duel. Uh, Alton's freshman year, Alton goes I've up. Early. Montel
1: versus Dake. Good.
2: Montel versus Dake Montel. is good, but Montel versus Alton was unbelievable. It's, it, it, he comes back, he digs himself out of a crazy hole, and speaks. Speaking about Montel, again, watch Montel versus Jimmy Kennedy quarterfinals at the Nationals. Unbelievable match. He was down four or five points with about 35, 40 seconds left and got zero back points, all takedowns. It was unbelievable. Oh, wow. Unbelievable what he did. Dude, Montel Uh,
1: Marion is low-key. He's just
2: so good. He was very special. at the
1: Open this year.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he got he got beat up mm-hmm. in the open this year, but he was he was a stud in college. But two more, just you know, just so I don't forget him, two more. One of them is Darren yeah. Caldwell versus Bubble Jenkins in, in the Nationals. Oh, yeah. That was a very good one. I think it was the quarterfinals. And then last but not least, my favorite match that I've ever seen live ever. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. It's on YouTube. It was Henry Cejudo versus Nick Simmons, 2012 Olympic trial semis. That's back when they had uh Periods where you had to win best two out of three. So the match could right. be four, four minutes long or six minutes long. That was my favorite match I've ever seen ever in my life. Wow. It was unbelievable.
1: Dude, I'm going to go look it up right now. Yeah, so you got to you know, check
2: versus... that out. I'm Listeners, you got to check that out. Unbelievable match. It was – it got wild. Nick Simmons was hitting like his little choke hold thing. Roll and right. roll and roll. Oh, it was – takedowns were only one point. So the match was oh, like yeah. – you know, the match was only like six to five, yes, uh, five to four. It was crazy. Crazy
0: match. Nick Simmons has his own club That's
2: now, insane. Yeah, Nick's got a great club. He's a good dude, man. He, he was the national runner-up at Michigan State. They actually called him the East Lansing Strangler because he had this crazy head oh, and arm wow. choke that he would turn people with, and it would, it would choke people out. He was a beast, man. That's awesome. He was, just, he was See, fifth oh, here's in the one world. Match, one match. Oh,
1: fifth in the world? That's crazy. Dude, I was looking back at um I was like on YouTube or something, just going back watching old matches. Um and I went and watched uh Burrows against um who did he beat for his first world medal?
2: Sargoosh. I don't remember Sar-goosh. who it was.
1: It was Sar- yeah Sar-goosh. so good. Um yeah, yeah. And then he actually had Sargoosh. One, he um, he beat Sar-goosh. Sar-goosh.
2: He didn't beat Sargush in the finals, he beat him like second round.
1: Right, second round, but it was in the road. And, that was
2: that was the that, that, was, was, the, that was the top dog, cool. though. And that then, was the top dog.
1: Here, yeah. Here's another good match. Olympic Trials, 2016. Kyle Dake versus Richard Perry. That, oh, that was is, great. It's so, dude. Perry hits this one move where he just he's like just kind of sitting there in a collar tie, and then all of a sudden he just and like goes so fast to a shot, right to a um a gut wrench and. So, scores four points in like less than a second it's just insane um but those are my two matches you gotta go check out so Absolutely. look at that we answered a question and instead of giving three matches we gave
2: i don't know 10 <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. awesome my bad my bad i sometimes right. tend to ramble
0: no that's fine
1: that's,
2: that's why no we're problem doing. okay okay
1: hey it, it's exactly why we're here all right we just talked for uh like i don't know 28 minutes or something but we got more to come. Uh, stay tuned after the break. This episode of Home Mad Advantage is sponsored by WrestlersorWarriors.com. If you're looking for a visual accompaniment to our podcast, be sure to check out the awesome photos at WrestlersorWarriors.com. Tony Rotundo is an amazing friend of ours, and his photos are great. Go to see for yourself at WrestlersorWarriors.com. That's WrestlersorWarriors.com. And we are back from a break. And we're just t- here talking with Johnny the Julius, getting back into some more questions. Um, so here's one that I've kind of had on my mind. And I know uh, this dude on Twitter, Ordinary Guy, he had asked it previously. But he asked, Is it time to get rid of headgear in folk style wrestling? I'm open it up, open for him. What do you
2: guys think? Go ahead, Sam. Let me hear you.
0: I don't have too much of an opinion. Um, I think that so many college wrestlers have spoken out and been like, no more headgear. It's stupid. It's not saving us. And after watching fix Ariana this year, it kind of made me mad. And so, yes, I want to get rid of it, but I mean, I'm not too mad with it.
2: Yeah. For yeah. me, uh, you I know, think go ahead. Go,
1: there you go.
2: So for me, you know, I just think you don't know, see other combat sports having okay. headgear. Uh, if someone wants to practice with it, it's like boxing. You know, I wear boxing headgear to to, to protect my head. Right. Um, I think if you want to train with some headgear, protect your ears. That's your choice. I think it's an extra variable that is unneeded. And like you know, we bring up one match, Fixeriano, and uh, it maybe played a factor in that one. But obviously, that's that's the one percent. However, it's one percent too many. I don't think there's a, there's a need for it. So uh, I think the old school guys, you know, the old school dads and the moms are, you know, oh, we need headgear. I don't want my son looking like that, et cetera, et cetera. But when it comes down to it, once you got it, cauliflower, your headgear only makes it worse. So I, I'm good yeah. without it. I'm good without it. Hey, this, these, yeah. listen, this is our trophies, all right? We don't go through wrestling to just <laughs> to have nothing. I got cauliflower here, and, and, and I actually love it. So I – Hey, uh,
0: I'm not getting it.
2: i are not going to it? Know? I've
0: had it once before I got rid of it drained it and everything i'm not getting i like,
1: staying safe from man, it man i got some johnny i got some good right, i'm proud of it <laughs> um, yeah, i baby. think this this the step to getting rid of headgear is to re- rename it because when you call it headgear then it makes it sound like it's protecting you it's protecting your head right like football helmets barely protect your head um you know, exactly. So it, doesn't, it doesn't, right? So they gotta rename it to like ear guards or something.
2: Ear guards. And yeah. then
1: they could probably try to get rid of it. But calling it headgear, people are gonna be, be like, "What?
2: It protects your head. We can't get rid of that. Like, it doesn't do anything." I don't think. I don't think anybody
0: would th- do that.
2: All right. Well, how about this? How about different uh-huh. questions? So, 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 kind of going off of that question. Should we get rid of headgear? What do you guys think about getting rid? of of cutting weight are you for or against that and how would you rearrange weigh-ins or weight classes or something in order to do that
0: against i'm against it cutting so here's something i thought about sport, no matter what you do
2: uh sorry, so weight. so you're you're yeah. against well, you're against getting rid of cutting weight or against cutting weight yes
0: uh well honestly i'm against, i mean really i'm against cutting weight but at the right. same time it's going to happen no matter what you're going to we talked about this last time on Matt Side Weigh ins. It's not gonna work out.
2: Correct. And yeah, I remember we talked about that last time.
0: Yeah, it, it it I think what we have right now is the best solution. I mean, guys are pretty much the same size and the guys who cut weight are the people who are tired, but nobody's doing it like the nineteen nineties and dying. So I yeah. think I think we're doing it right right, right now. Two hours
1: so every day or something I thought about what if what if for each weigh-in, you had to pass a hydration test. What if people did that? And then no, because then people, they would try like, to be hydrated. There's always cut. like it, it. wouldn't.
0: It still wouldn't work out. They would starve themselves and yeah. yeah uh, people are people uh, are always
2: going to look for an advantage. You know, there's always going to be an advantage. You know, that's that's how anything gets started. Steroids in baseball, or or uh, you know, cutting weight drastically and uh freaking Shaw with EP. everybody's looking for an advantage right oh my right? gosh right and um yeah, dude, I, the, I mean the ahead,
1: funny thing is like they it's like they think that cutting weight is an advantage and to like a certain extent it and is. it is like the the first period of a match is an advantage but you know period two and period three against the best guys you know if you just cut 10 15 pounds you're gonna be so dead in that last you know two minutes three minutes it for might sure. not even be worth it
2: for sure yeah um, i agree you know what i like about cutting weight though i might have said this last time but uh this is something i really oh, yeah.
1: it keeps you
0: it, it gives you a good uh discipline like a good like, discipline yeah
2: yeah like right. you know, I, i'm not going out at it's, night mentally at night or I, physically yeah tough. i'm not going out at night at all you know because i'm tired and maybe a bad lifestyle if i wasn't cutting weight I would justify that. I would say, oh, you know what? I can go out tonight. I, I can, I, you know, I'm not cutting weight. It's okay if I stay up till 1 a.m. And and you're kind of, uh, maybe you hang with the wrong crowd. You hang with non-wrestlers. You're a college guy. You don't have to cut weight, so you're hanging out with frat guys. Or you're hanging out with buddies that are not wrestling or not athletes. They're not on the same hunt that you're on. And and cutting weight sometimes might put you around other guys that are on the same mission as you because they got to stay inside, too. You know what I mean? Missouri loves company. Yeah. yeah. And, and, but yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's a good way to put it. So it's a good thing to, good thing to think about. Jude, what are some other questions that you got asked? Oh,
1: all right. All right. All right. Let's see. We got one from Craig Donar. He says, it seems like the USA team is always in better shape than the rest of the world. I think that it comes from our folk style background and the grind of the college career before entering senior level full time. Interested on your thoughts of why the rest of the world can't seem to go six minutes. Um, I no, I do think it's te- folk style has always been a grinding style, It's, very, it's a sport. grueling style, and I so I put I pointed this out on show with uh, uh Cliff Fretwell just a couple days ago. But you go and watch, um, let's for example, Yanni uh Muzikaev, in which, which like Yanni just keeps up this consistent Well, the it's the foreigner style style to like just kind of hold back and, like, wait. They're okay with just sitting in the collar tie. They're okay with not moving their feet or not fighting inside tie all the time. Um, whereas, like, if you go watch Yanni Zane, they went really, really hard for six minutes. Like, they tried to kill each other. And so much that I could notice, that like, oh, they're going exceptionally hard. So that's what Team USA's thing always has been, and it comes from folk style, is it's just, folk style's a grind. You know, we don't get breaks in between periods, like... You just gotta keep your keep your lungs with you, right? I don't know. That's just what I think. Um, I would I would kind of agree. What, what and then thoughts? another
0: thing is, um, overseas people treat wrestling a little bit more like an art, um, and they kind of try to finesse the, themselves to the win and and it doesn't come. You got to grind and you got to do sprints after practice and you got to kill yourself. It doesn't come with that being an art. And 100%. as Americans, we don't look at wrestling as an art. We look at it as a, as our lives, um, as our livelihood. Mm-hmm. And it's just who we are. And so we want to succeed at it. And it's become, especially with yeah. Gable, uh, Dan Gable preached, you outwork everybody, you win. Um, and that changed
1: our culture. Exactly. Think of it this way. Um, Think about how rewarding it is to, to A, just get a really hard-fought takedown, like where you're on the legs for. I'm talking 30, 40 seconds, and you're just you just out muscle and out like you just go longer than the other dude does. And the second thing is have how rewarding headache. it is to break an opponent, or yeah, to just break an opponent. You know, like tough match, stakes are high, and you just end up breaking him mentally, not maybe physically, not like like any bones or anything, but like just completely destroying him. It's it's what Americans take pride in, you know, and that's why it looks really cool when you know Yanni can go out and be down 9-0, but then break the dude mentally and he just starts thinking, oh man, I'm so exhausted. This dude isn't slow.
2: Yanni has stop. Yanni has both right now. Yanni has the f- finesse and technique right. to keep, keep up with wrestling. Oh, yeah. And he also has the, the the so he has the skill sets and he has the uh he has the toughness of the Americans too. He's he's a very dynamic wrestler, which is very cool. But no, I agree with you, Sam. I agree that, you know, we grind and grind and grind and and, and have an advantage. David Taylor is a little bit like Yanni, too, where he has both. If you watch him and Yazdani the first time at World Cup, uh, he broke Yazdani pretty good. He was winning the whole time, but he broke him pretty good. And and Yazdani kind of quit. It's it's crazy. You know, I, I wonder how we got brought up into that style of wrestling. You know how well, it I came think it was about. Gable. You know, I would, really I would definitely, I would definitely started a precedent. You're right. I would definitely did. Brands just hard nosed. Um, you know, freaking grinding through a match. But that yeah. is a that's hard work is a very talent
1: de- when talent doesn't
2: work hard. That's a very demanding style of wrestling, and and you know what wrestling? Well, you know what's interesting about wrestling? You see these really good athletes, Tom Brady. Competing at the highest level at age 40. LeBron James, 34, et cetera. Stuff like that. The fact that we grind so hard, most of our guys, their best years 28, 29, and by 30, they retire. Reese Humphrey is a freak athlete. He's got to be only 31 years old, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, do, I do wish that our grind could keep them still wrestling, but it is such a hard, demanding style of wrestling that you can't keep wrestling past those ages. You know, it, it's, it's sure. it is too tough.
0: And Turkey has like 40 year olds wrestling.
2: Exactly. Because you know what? They have a little bit more, they value technique more than they value. You know, how many times have you gone to practice and someone told you to slow down because we're just so ingrained to go, 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 and hit the move so hard, you know? almost <laughs> Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You have to find that con- you have to find that it it, it it takes a discipline to do stuff slower and to do mm-hmm. stuff less.
1: No, you're For right. Sure. And you dude, think of alive He's like his 60th birthday coming up, you know? He's gonna he's gonna yeah. be the oldest wrestler ever. And um, he's the youngest, so wrestle
0: cadet. Yeah,
1: Sagittarius. Yeah. Our, our incoming cadet right here. Um jeez. That's Coming hard. up from school boys. Uh, Okay, okay. Let's see. All right. We got some questions from Wayne Fish, who Sam is in love with. <laughs> um Wayne he Fish says is awesome. who else who else besides Noah would be a good running mate for me when I run for president in twenty twenty? So Sam, who do you think?
0: Well, I've got two answers. I think two people would really well man this job well. Uh and I'd say either Tony Rugatti or Derek Lewandowski. I want to know what, okay. uh, what Wayne thinks about that. These people are, are very similar in their personalities.
1: Someone can get Wayne on the they're phone. Per- Can't get Wayne on the horde.
0: Yeah. Uh. Well, they're all the same <laughs> person. Wayne Fish, Tony Urgadi, and Derek Levendusk, you're all the same person. But uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. I know. Thanks, Sam. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, all right. And then he also has, he says, also, if I didn't run, uh, who would be the best candidates? from the wrestling community to run for the twenty twenty uh president and vice president. He spelled president wrong, put an N in the middle. Jeez. Um who do you think Sam?
0: Well I got one for Johnny. How about Jim Jordan? You know
2: oh. him? Oh I know Jim Jordan, of course. Oh yeah. I think he'd make a good one. You know, I, yeah. I heard that he doesn't good. want to run for president.
0: I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> That's a lot.
2: Yeah. That's a lot. I bet he's happy with congressman. That is quite a bit. He's an Ohio boy, though. Actually, he used to coach me a bunch when he would coach uh, in Graham. You
0: were – No way, really. Jesuit, Mm
2: -hmm. weren't you? Yeah, I went to Walsh Jesuit, but, you know, Jeff Jordan's was really big. Jeff Jordan's was one of the first big camp systems when we were young, so we went to his all the time.
0: I went to that for the first time last
2: year. Really? It's great. Yeah, it was. You know, boss.
0: it was actually when you came. I missed your camp because um, I was um, up there and you were in Memphis, so that
2: kind of stunk. That was weird.
0: Mm. I was in Ohio and you were in Memphis.
2: That is funny, huh? It's really funny.
1: guys yeah. yeah, switch places. Wow, that's all right. All right, let's keep these questions rolling. Uh, it says, uh, "Could a team made up of Michich, Nikki Pushups, Yanni Diakmahalis, Ryan Deacon, Makai Lewis, Zahid Valencia, Bo Nickel, Patrick Brucky uh, Hale, Caesar and Gable beat our current world team in a dual meet. And I think the answer is probably no. But actually, wait, maybe. I don't know. So, could Mitchich beat Dayton Fix? Um, yes.
2: That could happen.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, could, we have five people on here um, that have already
0: lost to our guys.
1: Bo, yeah, Bo and Yanni. And um, well, Nikki Pushups beat Joe Colon who was, like one removed from Tyler Graff? So that's yep. uh, I could see Soriano being our rep. They're in the same room. Deacon They're beat James together. Green. Yeah, Deacon beat Green, so it's doable. But then Green kind of turned it on him at uh, Final X Lincoln. Cable was obviously in Final X against um, Gwiz and uh, Anthony Caesar. What was it? Ninety-seven.
0: That's
1: not yet. Not uh, yet. Yeah, Jesse weighs. can't cut to that. Jude told me today he
0: weighs one two forty. I mean, yeah.
1: Well, that's confidential, Sam. Now I'm gonna have to bleep <laughs> it out. Great. Um. <laughs> he weighs two forty, folks. Two two forty. That's how he said. He said um, I weigh two forty. Um. Yeah, so I don't good. think. No. I think. I think no. That that team would yeah, not beat it. Sure. As good as that no. team is. That'd be a great duel. Oh my gosh, it would be super good.
2: Let's. Um, uh, well, all right, all right. Let's you know see. what? You know what? I wish we did for Beat the Streets. I What's wish that? We did, I, I, They 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 talked about it, but it was just like NCAA champs versus current world well, team members. They only had two matches. They only had uh, they only had screen, and then Suriano versus Cologne. I think that would be a great idea to do that. You know, all the see, way up and really down the planet. But hard,
0: but guys said no.
2: Did they? They did try for that. Yeah.
0: I think the said issue no. was like a lot of.
1: My, my question is: Do you think that in the coming years, that more people are going to be cautious about beat the streets from what happened to DT?
2: No. Do you no. Think, no like, you, can get, oh, you can get hurt. Not you can at get all. hurt. Anyway.
0: Would then would they be more cautious in U.S. Would... Open or World Championships or
2: or practice?
0: Well,
1: beat the streets is an beat the streets yeah, is an exhibition. No,
2: know. it's kind of funny. Go
1: ahead. If you don't know, th- think about this. So David Taylor, this isn't like going on a point or anything, but David had probably been in that position, like going over the top and in the far ankle scramble. Like he'd probably been in that 3,000 times in the past year. That's where David thrives is on a yeah, scrambling so far thrash. ankle. And he knows what to do. And, right, exactly. And that's what he probably did that 100 times every day in the practice room. You know? But just this one, just random exhibition against Drew Foster, he happens to to hurt his knee. So yeah, I, I don't know. With that with that attitude, if you if you're thinking like, oh man, I might get hurt, I might get hurt, then why even wrestle at all, right? You, it's going on the mat. Yeah,
2: going three. on
1: the mat is always gonna be a uh, risk. There's always gonna yeah, it's it's always a liability, right? You might. Wait, is that the right word? I don't know. You always might something might go wrong. And that's the that's
2: the risk you gotta take. I don't know.
1: Johnny, what do you think about Chamizo forfeiting?
2: I don't wrestle for results. I wrestle because yeah. I love I love wrestling. It's fun to wrestle. And you know what? Comes <laughs> with loving wrestling. There happens to be a system where we can have accolades and have results. But the reason you start wrestling is because you're a six-year-old, seven year old kid who wants to run around and 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 tackle people. And right, yeah. he got caught up in he got caught up in uh in the accolades too much, I think. You know, JB was ready to go. JB does this because he loves it. If you ever watch the JB documentary on Flow, it's really mm-hmm. cool. He says, Yeah, he says it's never about it's never about results. You know, it's never about results. It's it's love for the sport. It's just about wanting to be in a war and and wanting to see what I can do. And that's all it should be about. How good can I be? What can I do? Hey, I'm grateful for every match I have. There's going to be a time Chimizo is not allowed to wrestle ever again, only because age or or, or injury or whatever happens. And he'll look back and say, I wish I would. I wish I would have been more grateful for every opportunity. Every opportunity. You know. Exactly. And and, and it's a shame that. You throw that away because you you wanna put yourself on the certain side of the bracket. You know, it's 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 interesting. I, I get the, the strategy games some people might agree with. I just don't want them.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Right. That's tough.
1: Okay. All right. I don't know if I, I don't know if I have any more questions left. We are, we have time so we can keep chatting. Um I wanna talk about Donnie yeah. at the Dogo. Downey at the Dogu? Or yeah. What do you want to say, man? Take it away, Sam.
0: Well, I want to know what, what Johnny wants to say.
1: What What did he think? What does
0: he think about Downey in general? I, Me I about don't the... to talk about
2: that. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you saying Yanni?
0: Downey. PD3. Pat. Downy,
2: oh, Downey. The, Downey. the Dragon I thought, Hawk. The dra- I thought he got screwed on that four, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, What I... I'm never going to get get wrapped up in results if somebody loses somebody wins that'll happen every day that doesn't bother me um it doesn't bother me um if 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 he doesn't place if he doesn't do well if he wins at all the only thing that bothers me is people rooting against him now does he does he make it easy with his twitter and make it easy with his posts sure but you should never it's like it's like i'll give you a perfect example i'm not a republican right i'm not a republican However, if I were to root against Donald Trump right now, mm-hmm. that's crazy, right? Like, I shouldn't, right. I don't, I don't like, I don't like the guy, but I should still want him to do well. I want our country to do well. Same yeah. thing with Downey, mm-hmm. obviously. It's not on that level. It's not, I'm not, Downey's not the president, right? He might think he is, but he's not. And,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: right? <he's>, Dude, Downey,
1: <gasps> Downey should run with Wayne Fish.
2: <gasps> that'd Dude. be funny, huh?
1: The,
2: the oh, yeah. dream Down, duo. That would be awesome. <laughs> it should be Dylan Placeo and Downey for uh for president and vice president. <laughs> for president. Uh, but no, when it comes to that, like Downey, yeah. I don't like. I listen. I personally love Pat Downey, but there are a lot of people who who are rooting against him, and I don't understand that. They are rooting against him because of how he got the spot, and because David is hurt, and because. They it's just it makes no sense. It Everybody doesn't. should be very happy if he succeeds. And they should build him up and they should treat him like the world rep. You know? You don't have to like Donald I Trump. You don't that- have to like Donald Trump. You should root you should root for America though. Every time.
1: Yeah. So I would say that it's definitely gotten better. But one of the things I've noticed about like um people hating on Zane, it's like the same kind of thing. Oh. Like ever. You might think like Yanni's the better wrestler, but Zane's our rep. Like, I, dude, I was. Like, just you can still somewhere. like Zane.
2: It's not. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're both really fantastic wrestlers. Maybe guys, Never. just give him a give him a try. He's probably not that bad. Um, but like, on the on Instagram, which is arguably the lowest uh lowest on the totem pole of wrestling social media. Um, mm-hmm. but. Like people are downright just hating on Zay, like just saying like, oh, he's garbage. Like, I don't know. I always bring this up, but people forget that he did win like one match at Rutgers, like outright he beat him.
2: Yeah, all right. So beat him. uh and that's what yeah, it technically would be two to two right now, right? Right. If you if you yeah, count the one right? if you count the fluke win, or no nah, I don't want to say fluke win, but you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Gluequinn. Um. Uh, so I don't. I don't know. In a perfect world, uh, we'd all we'd always be behind Team USA. Like when when the team's not decided, sure, be be behind whoever you like. But once the team's decided, like you should always be Team USA all the way. So always,
2: climb, man. Team, Downey, always team USA, dude. Team Zane. Team Tyler Graff. Team everybody. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter if if if. They beat your guy, they beat a guy you love, they beat this guy, they beat that guy. It's, hey, he's the guy that's representing the country right now. Sure, he's the greatest guy in the world. Or sure, you know what, he's kind of a jerk. Or sure, he's a loser. I want him to get a medal. Period. I just want him to right. get a medal. You know?
0: And they get yeah, right. gold.
2: You know why it's important to get a medal this year? Obviously, he it's reckon. important. It's important
1: oh, uh, personally.
2: Yes. It's important personally for each person. Because I want them to do well, but also we got to qualify for some weight classes for the Olympics. We got to qualify weights. It's very hard to do that. Yes, it
0: is. Yeah. Frank did Molinero. All, yeah, all, all eight last, last time.
2: Yes, we qualified all. It was I think it was six. six. It was six weights. Yeah, sorry. Qualified all six. Frank Molinero did not qualify the weight when he went overseas, so he had one chance after. It was kind of crazy. Frank Molinero. Yeah, after- he won a really hard tournament, he beat. There was Metcalf, Jordan Oliver, Aaron Pico, Zane Rutherford, Logan Steber oh, yeah. And of all no, those guys – It, of it all was those,
1: ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Of all those guys, Frank Molinaro came out on top, and, and he was like the eighth seed or something like that. Pretty crazy. That's so weird. So he comes out, and uh, he goes overseas. He loses in the finals, I think, or maybe the semis or one of the two. And somehow something happened where they needed – another country to represent because the guy from whatever country got caught with something or couldn't represent, or I, I forget what happened. But uh, that country was ineligible, so United States was next up, and Frank ended up coming in fifth. He lost to Chimizo in a really close match to come in fifth in the, uh, the oh, Olympics.
1: Oh, dude, didn't he get screwed that match? Was it that or – um? I remember, Chimizo-
2: I remember Franklin Gomez. Franklin Gomez Ch- got screwed against Romanoff.
1: Franklin Gomez, dude, oh my. That's like the the biggest travesty in wrestling.
2: Yeah, that was was a bad
1: Just horrible. And I was looking for it on YouTube. It's not there anymore. You look it up and um, Gomez, what's his name, Romanov?
2: 2016.
1: uh, Yeah, Romanov. Yeah, 2016. And I'm pretty sure it's not there anymore.
2: Uh, Are you serious? um, Yeah. Wow.
1: No, No, it's gone horrible. Horrible.
2: But um shady stuff. Dude. Shady stuff uh, over there.
1: Hey, Johnny, have you ever been screwed in a match before?
2: Like really uh, badly just Nah, probably not screwed screwed. Not no travesties that where where it's like, you know, I I, I would never sit there and say I should have won that one. You know, what I mean I'm just not that type of guy in general, but uh yeah. huh. Nothing too crazy where of course, I've had some calls that didn't go my way, but you know when i whenever that happens, I also know I've had calls that did go my way that that maybe didn't have to you know what i mean so so for as much in america as much in america as we as we get screwed, it evens out we get calls we get you know we give away calls, et cetera, but overseas that stuff's real that stuff gets paid off. I know stories about guys that that have have gotten in uh, in quotations car accidents right in Russia because yeah. they they didn't they didn't they didn't you know listen and it's uh, it's scary over there it's really scary oh.
1: wrestling serious right russian nationals is scary dude Heck oh yeah and yet they still and okay. Yet they still can't be in shape dude. i don't know man maybe they should probably get on the aerodyne the uh, yeah. the old exercise bike and give it a pedal for just even 10 minutes it probably probably improve their conditioning um yeah okay here's I, I here's like a question so, so we're talking about overseas guys and not
0: get killed like i mean broken i did i went
1: destroyed. with but i mean like i went with mark hall for wise, I uh i went with mark hall for 20 minutes um at, yeah, see, we at did m2 just one solid 20 minutes go and it was like dude it was afterwards i thought my knees were gonna fall off i thought i was just my legs were gonna turn into jello and I was like But like, dude, in it like with the adrenaline, I just and David I, he yelled at me like right before I won and he's like, Dude, don't be a fan. Kill him. And I just went out and tried to kill Mark Hall. And, uh, well, what do you doing, dude? it was awesome? It was surreal. Uh twenty
2: seven. One twenty seven. So
1: yeah.
2: Man, you're yeah. right near my way out. Me and you can roll sometime. Dude, we should. That'd be fun. That would
1: be, let's do it. Let's do it. Before I, before, your elbows and a crack back.
2: We gotta um we gotta roll before I move to Harvard so it's not a uh you know, recruiting violation, so I can actually hang with you guys until September. So I start the job.
1: Oh yeah. Oh. Hey, you right. can still do it with me. I'm Shoot this might one. be like This is the this is the downside older is I'm not allowed to talk to any of the coaches. Sam can yeah. interview him. Like, Sam can interview all these dudes, but I can't talk to them. It's such a huge pain in the butt. Um, all right, here, let's end with this. So we were talking about with foreign guys, and this is a hot topic, hot controversial. Johnny, what do you think of guys from foreign countries training in the United States, but wrestling from foreign countries?
2: Doesn't or bother me. Where's, where's Cristiano guys. Ronaldo? Where's Cristiano Ronaldo train? Where's Lionel Messi train? You know what I mean? Who's Lionel Messi represent? Yeah. Argentina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he trains in. Is it Madrid or I forget where he goes? Is he Barcelona. Yeah, he's Barcelona. I don't uh, know. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo. He, <laughs> Sam's he, like, well, who, who's Messi? <laughs> right, I, mean, I those, know these people, but I don't
0: know. For those guys
2: saying. who don't, for those guys who don't know, listeners who don't know, it again, the way I think, guys, is from a fan's perspective. What is going to make wrestling big? What is going to make wrestling mainstream? What is going to make wrestling? Um, uh, uh, sell tickets to, to ki- you know, we want kids wearing, you know, how they wear uh, an Ezekiel Elliott jersey or they wear a jersey mm-hmm. of, of their fame, their, the LeBron James jersey. What, what, you know, what's going to get that for wrestling? What, where are we going to see that? And the way we do that is we don't let wrestlers run wrestling. If you let an old school wrestler guy run wrestling, all of a sudden you're going to only have grind, grind, grind. You know what I mean? You're gonna have things that aren't, you know, um, publicized, and you're just gonna, you know, it's just gonna be like a hard-nosed, uh, uh, tough guy sport. That's fine, but that's not fan friendly. You don't see Kobe Bryant running the NBA. You you let a CEO who's good at business runs the NBA. If you want things to be big, there's there's stuff like the the Premier Soccer League in, in Europe, the European Premier League. That, that do, They do it really well. Cristiano Ronaldo though, is the best soccer player in the world. Italy pays him hundreds of millions of dollars to play in Italy. However, when the World Championships comes around every four years, he represents his home country of Portugal. Now, that's okay. That's okay. Do you know why? Because the word money. Money made soccer big. And because of money, it's able to get to different areas, corners of the, the, the world, and it's able to be a, be a mainstream sport. We need money in wrestling. Well, if Johnny, it's is... a
1: little different. Right, we do need money in wrestling, but right now we don't have money in wrestling. So, like, you can say, oh, well, this guy's training over here for my, have... millions and millions of dollars, but, like, Chimiza's training in New York for free. Like, he's he's just no, he's over
2: getting here, paid. and no one's paying paid.
0: him. He's well, getting
2: yeah. paid by the but, NYC RTC. Yeah, NYRTC pays him. Oh, well, maybe yeah. I'm just stupid.
1: <laughs> um, man, all right. So, so what do you mean by money in wrestling? How do you think that should be uh, distributed?
2: I don't ever want to say give back. Right, that's not what I mean. However, when people complain about flow wrestling, it pisses right. me off because uh, yeah. you yes. want you want a free product. Oh. You want a free you want a free product that that costs them their lives to give and that doesn't make sense. If if I want to go to an Indians a Cleveland Indians baseball game, guess what I have to do? I have to pay money to go because the people who put on the event are uh, that's their job, right? You create jobs and that creates views. You create jobs, you create views, you get money in the sport all of a sudden, we can we can we can branch out. The reason the NJRTC is doing very well right now It's not just because the coaches are so good. It's because they have a lot of money backing them up. They're able to get Reese Humphrey, and Reese Humphrey is able to do a good job, and they're able to get Pat Downey. They're able to get Tyler Graff, right? There's money in wrestling, and now because there's money at NJRTC, they have world, world team members. Because they have world team members, they have eyes on the NJRTC. It's a domino effect. You need money in areas, and and, and it really helps. And people got to stop trying to get things for free because that's how it's always been done in wrestling. There's a really bad stigma for people who coach. Um, A lot of old school people think, oh, you know what? I I should do this for free because I love wrestling so much. I should come back. I should coach at my high school for free. I should do this camp for free. And it's so nice of them. I don't want to take a shot at them because it is a very selfless thing that they do, but it, it it also does a disservice because if you get money into wrestling, if you get paid, if you're able to get paid being a high school coach, if you're able to get paid working a club, if you're able to get paid doing a camp, you're able to give back more. You're able to make a living. You're able to give more of your time. You're able to, uh, 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 impact more lives. You're able to get kids more into wrestling. It's a big domino effect. and, 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 and I just think, uh, I think it's really important. You know, sorry I went on a little bit of a rant, but it's important.
1: Oh no, that's fine. Oh, it's
2: perfect, dude.
1: Okay, all right, y'all. Is there anything else you guys would like to talk about?
2: Uh, I'm pretty uh pretty set. Yeah, that was a good one, guys. Pretty
1: set. That was great. Dude, Thanks so much, Johnny. I've been, <laughs> I've been waiting forever to do this, and. Uh, Johnny, that was, that was awesome. Uh, but guys, thank you so much for listening to episode, uh, are, is this episode 16 or is this just one of our interviews?
0: This is episode 16.
1: All right. Episode 16 of Home at a Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Johnny, thank you so much for coming out. Like, <laughs> I know it's Dude, pretty, I'm super pumped. busy been, with I've doing
2: the I've been wanting to meet you too Mia. Sam's talked a lot about you, so I'm pumped i'm able to um pumped I'm able to uh get get a chance to do an interview with you guys and that was a lot of fun for
0: sure
1: that was awesome all right guys, go follow our Instagram and Twitter and send us emails. Thank you guys for the questions uh we're gonna do better and continually try to, to answer all the questions that come into us um. Please go check out our uh, our website, www.hmawrestling.com. Uh, huge shout out to our sponsor, wrestlersorwarriors.com, Tony
0: Rotundo. Don't,
2: Tony Rowe, baby. He's my dude. dude. He's, he's, the, he's the best. He's awesome, huh?
0: Um, He had some good uh, pictures yeah, he, of you from your high school tournament. What were you wrestling, like 88? I'm Johnny. sorry, say it again.
2: Say again. Tony got
0: some good, good pictures of you at your high school tournament. High
2: school state tournament in Ohio. I, that was 2007. I was a freshman, 103 pounder,
0: back in my day.
2: Yeah, they don't even have that weight class anymore. I'm
1: shooting for 120 30, my 94. freshman
2: year. I well, was a baby.
1: That's what I'm shooting for. I was I was a nice 15 for my my freshman. All right. So yeah, I think this is where we got to cut it off. We will. Uh, we're probably gonna come back later this week with another episode of something. Um, but Johnny, thank you so much for coming on. Sam, hey, anything yeah, wait, else you wait, wait, like to do? Wait, wait, real quick,
2: say? real quick. I'm oh, sorry, I got one sorry. more thing. I heard on the next home at Ad advantage, it might be snowing a little bit.
0: Oh yeah.
2: It's gonna oh, be snow. Oh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> it's gonna be She's snowing. It might be. Little blizzard. Might be. Hey, I like you should,
1: that. Uh, dude, bring a uh, bring a uh, parka. Yeah, bring <laughs> a parka. LS bring, bring a snow
2: coat. Let's go. Oh, Listen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right all right sam anything else for us
0: yeah man be on the lookout for uh harvard wrestling they got they got a beast coming
1: into their room and big turnaround
2: thanks guys i appreciate you having right. me right.
1: oh yeah all right shout out to every single person shout out to our one listener from uh pod and uh, and we will see you guys next time